Do you have a business that you'd like to advertise or a charity that you'd like to promote? An Extra Glance is supported by listeners like you. Help keep the podcast Blue Apron free. Contact ed at edburke.net to discuss sponsorship opportunities. Hi, my name is Ed Burke, and welcome to An Extra Glance, where I look at the history behind the news. This week, looking at an election where, like in the current Alabama Senate race, a candidate was accused of sexual impropriety a few weeks before the vote. The 1990 race for Minnesota governor started out innocuously enough. On the Democratic side, incumbent Governor Rudy Perpich fought off a strong primary challenge from his Commerce Commissioner, Mike Hatch. And on the Republican side, Ecolab executive John Grunseth won a convincing victory in a six-way primary in which his main challenger was State Auditor Arnie Carlson. Now, before I continue, a quick note on Minnesota political parties. The official name of the Democratic Party in Minnesota was, and still is, the Democratic Farmer Labor Party, usually styled DFL. And the official name of the Republican Party in 1990 was, but no longer is today, the Independent Republican Party, often called IR. But for ease of understanding among my national audience, I will simply call them the Democratic and Republican Parties. Now, many people in Minnesota found Perpich endearing, but many others found him frustrating, and both of these feelings could be found in his nickname, Governor Goofy. Though Perpich had won re-election four years earlier with 56% of the vote, Republicans were hopeful for a pickup as the general election approached. And then a story broke that would change the course of the election. On Monday, October 15th, the Minneapolis Star Tribune reported that two women accused Grunseth of inappropriate sexual behavior. They alleged that at a party hosted at Grunseth's house nine years earlier, when the two women were both teenagers, Grunseth swam in his swimming pool without any clothes on. He encouraged the girls to take their swimsuits off as well, and when one of them refused, he tried to remove it himself. Now, Grunseth denied the allegations and blamed Perpich for spreading lies about him. But since these events took place at a party, it was not simply Grunseth's words versus his accusers. Now, this didn't mean there was any consistency in witness accounts. There were four teenage girls who were present, and three of them agreed with the story, but Grunseth's stepdaughter denied it. And more than a dozen other partygoers said that they hadn't seen anything, although some of them had left the party before the incident allegedly happened, so it's unclear why they felt themselves qualified to comment. A couple of members of the band did corroborate the story of a man swimming naked with teenage girls, though they did not have all the details. Grunseth attempted to add credence to his denials by announcing, several days after the story broke, that he had been cleared by a lie detector. The allegations roiled the Republican Party, with many party leaders calling on Grunseth to withdraw from the race. A week after the story broke, Arnie Carlson re-entered the race as a write-in candidate. The prospect of the Republican vote being split caused further churn, and party officials amped up the pressure on Grunseth to withdraw. Three days later, Grunseth called a press conference to announce that he was leaving the race, and then announced at the press conference that he was staying in. A Star Tribune poll showed Carlson and Grunseth neck and neck, splitting the Republican vote and giving Perpich the lead, despite being favored by only 37% of respondents. 
In order to make it easier for people to vote for him, the Carlson campaign began printing and distributing thousands of stickers with his name on them for voters to affix to their ballots. It looked like the Republicans were headed for disaster, even though polls earlier in the year had shown that 70% of Minnesotans wanted a new governor. Then, on October 28th, almost two weeks after the original story broke, the Star Tribune reported that Grunseth had an affair while he was married to his first wife and continued the affair after he married his second wife. The revelations of this inappropriate but consensual sex proved to be too much. Grunseth acknowledged the affair and withdrew from the race. Minnesota law provides for the possibility of late departures from the race. The Republican Central Committee could appoint a new candidate, but time was short. They had just five days to meet and choose a candidate to appear on the ballot on November 6th. As it was, absentee ballots had already gone out with Grunseth's name on them, and any votes that came back for him were simply going to be counted for him and not for the Republican. The obvious choice to replace Grunseth was Carlson, who was the runner-up in the primary and was already campaigning openly for the seat. Carlson had also probably already received write-in votes from some of the early absentee ballots. The Republicans went with the obvious choice and put Carlson on the ballot. Carlson only had about a week to make his case as the official Republican candidate, but that proved to be enough. He won the race with just over 50% of the vote, to Perpich's 47%. Grunseth garnered almost 11,000 votes, which was good enough for fifth place in the six-candidate field. Carlson would prove to be a popular governor with most of the state, except for the activists in his own party. At the non-binding Republican endorsing convention in 1994, conservative former state representative Alan Quist earned the party's endorsement over the incumbent governor. However, Carlson easily won the primary with about two-thirds of the vote, and then solidly won re-election in the general election by a 29-point margin. Details through Grunseth's non-withdrawal from a New York Times article by Dirk Johnson, Turmoil Over Sexual Charges Dims GOP Election Hopes in Minnesota, published October 27, 1990. After its withdrawal from an AP story, Republican Quits Governor's Race in Minnesota, published October 29. Election results from the archives at ledge.state.mn.us. See you soon on An Extra Glance.